Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, there wasn't much in the terms of information, so instead of looking to the last week to talk about things, let's look towards the future. We're going to be talking about things we change about 4.0 in light of some recent news regarding the raid scene in 4.0. But, in order to do that show, we need some hosts, so I am one of them, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporomo. Of course, joining me is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Grey Fox, aka you my boy Blue. How you doing, Sly? I am doing awesome. Yeah. Doing actually better than what I've been doing. Yeah? Better? Better. Better. He's doing better. You know what's not better? What? Our our connection live on Twitch right now. Yeah. That's that's absolutely not better. So for those of you watching the show live, um, my area is experiencing extreme connection issues to the Twitch servers, it's only Twitch. Sly and I aren't having any issues on Zoom. I don't have any issues on any other programs, on my phones, on anything. So, and there's nothing, and I've tried changing servers, changing stream keys, I've tried resetting the modem, all that stuff, none of it fixes it. So what we're gonna do is, if at any point I'm noticing we're losing lots of frames, we are gonna move to a pure audio format in the form of just leaving the State of the Realm thing. I'm experiencing now, so I guess this is the perfect time to explain it, where it's just the State of the Realm logo on the screen, and then whenever it's stabilizing, I can switch over to including the video as well. Just want to make the show as pain-free as possible, and us looking like a PowerPoint is definitely not going to help. PowerPoint presentations are awesome, though. No, they aren't. Everyone just fucking throws everything on the screen and just lets the Ken Burns effect be on by default. No one even cares. Ken Burns effect is the thing where it's like it zooms in and out on its own in like random mm -hmm. directions, that whole thing. Uh, so yeah, apologies for that. It's just, there's nothing that can really be done about this on such short notice, but yep. that luckily doesn't stop our discussion. So because we just had the live letter show last week, which everyone mm -hmm. seems to have loved, uh, everyone was really happy to have Ethis and Mary on for that show. They were like, why don't you just replace Sly? And I was like, yeah. that's rude. You know, the same thing that we, we pretty much deal with every week, Sly. Um, this week, we don't have much news to talk about. There's a lot of little announcements like, hey, this event's coming up, that event's coming up, but nothing of substance, right? And you, everyone here knows we could bullshit a show pretty well if we need to. Everybody knows. You ain't lying. But this is, we're going we're gonna to take this and do a not bullshit show. How does that sound? Do you I mean, like it? It, it usually works out that way. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's usually some bullshit in the non-bullshit shows anyway, so yeah. I guess that yeah. works out. So uh, it said we're going to be covering a pretty hot topic that's been on the official forums. It's been on Reddit, especially this last week. We'll be talking about things we'd like to see changing in 4.0, uh, things that exist now that we'd like to see continue or things we'd like to see change. Um, but first, to lead into that, there is a bit of news that we did get from an interview. Now, I don't remember the name of the blog. I think it was Mosu-chan was the blogger that had this interview with Naoki Yoshida. So uh, thank you to that. There was also someone... Translated it on Reddit. We got Reddit gold, so the appreciation's been there. Translated the whole thing in the Reddit comment section, so thank you for that. 
And uh, the big thing that sparked this discussion is the announcement that Normal and Savage, that whole difficulty split going into next week's raid, is going to be there again. There is still going to be Normal and Savage, but we're not going to be returning to a coil means of doing things. Good. You do not sound all that confident, yeah. Well, well, here's why. Because consistency is key. Consistency is always key. Every time something changes, somebody's not going to like it. Um, whereas, you know, it would be awesome if we go back to coil, you know, kind of things. Um, like, I take it for what it is. It's just, there's just trying to keep consistent. And that's fine. That's fine. Um... I don't know. It's just that I, I would lo- I would love coil. I would love to go back to that sort of thing. But it would uh, doing that would shut like a good portion of the community out. You know, who have just got in through four point oh uh, through three point oh excuse me uh, through um, you know normal difficulty. You know, they don't really have a group. They don't have you know a raid group to do uh, savage, and so by doing this, you keep everybody in. Um, now we know how I hate to say elitist, but elitist um, feel about you know, well, if they want if they want to do content, get good. Yeah, I mean, eventually I I ran the way of get good and actually did coil. I hugged coil. It, yeah, it's pugged coil. Yeah, I you you, you <laughs> reach into it's you, doable. You reach into a nightmare that I never yeah. want to subject myself to. Essentially, yeah, like it, yeah, it, it, it's doable. But where we have things now, I I feel like it. We're in a good place. Uh, what about you? What do you think? Uh, I'm I'm kind of in the boat of I feel like that's good and bad news as well, but for different reasons. Yeah. Um, my solutions aren't the same as just going back to having one difficulty. Like you, I'm not opposed to it. I got along really well with the way Coil did it. Um, mm-hmm. But I was always I always had similar concerns that people who weren't you know you know connected in the rating community just they didn't have an easy way in that was always the greatest concern i had i feel like normal right. and savage doesn't alleviate that issue and it doesn't alleviate it going back to the coil issue so i'm more concerned with tackling this from another standpoint than i am that normal and savage are actually going to remain to be the system and not just the single difficulty tier like coil but, was but let's take a step back and look at the reason why this was implemented a lot of people wanted to experience the coil story. They wanted that bit of lore. They just couldn't get it because they didn't uh they were either they either weren't skilled enough or didn't have a group. Um now it, it's a matter of do you really wanna see Alexander's story? Not really. <laughs> I want <laughs> I want are you really about that life? Do you really want to see the story? I wanna see it end <laughs> essentially <laughs> I, I definitely am not as fond of Alex. I think there's a lot of great intricacies in Alexander's story, but it's one of mm-hmm. those, it's kind of like this. most of the side story quests, I feel, where mm-hmm. there's some information there, but it's not given nearly enough context in terms of its effect on the world for me to care, which is the one advantage mm-hmm. I think Bahamut had. He had. They had a whole huge trailer for Bahamut where they showed him essentially destroying the world. And yeah. so when you go into Coil, there's a sense of urgency there whereas alexander it's like if this were to happen it would be world ending but there's never been an effect that goes hey 
this is clearly even when they're saying Alexander takes a step and it sucks the right. ether out of the out of the land nearby. There's mm. nothing to show that he's actually had that effect. You're only taking their word for it. Essentially, yeah, I agree. I agree. Bahamut had more urgency. It, hell, it was in the in the opening cutscene. The ending of 1.0 was Bahamut destroying the world, and the beginning of 2.0 was that itself. Uh, whereas, you know, with 3.0, it wasn't even touched. Like Alexander has, like, really, like Nidhogg overshadowed Alexander, and that's saying something. Yeah, that's really saying something when main story overshadows Ray. Well, what I felt have really helped Nidhogg was we've seen the steps of faith before when we're fighting, right. um, when we're fighting. Bishop. Vishap. And yes, it's not in the best condition, but the condition change between even just regular steps of faith to the final steps of faith, that to mm -hmm. me shows the impact of of in the world. And that's just the big thing that's lacking with Alexander. It's just what is this giant colossus? What would happen? Right. We'll never know because we'll have beaten him well before that impact has ever had. And see, actually, I like over the weekend I did something. I uh, watched, um, I went back and watched the, the cutscenes from Coil. And watch the cutscenes from Nidhogg, and then compared it to kind of Alexander, which really it's it, it's night and day. It, it's honestly night and day with, with what we get. Uh, again, it's just been overshadowed. Um, hopefully, in 4.0, we have a lot more urgency in what we're doing in raid. Uh, it makes you feel like you want to actually do it. Uh, in all honesty, I think 3.0, even with normal, people do normal, like, okay, that's it. Yeah. Like, yay, yay, I did normal. And, and this is for the people who aren't doing Savage. Yay, I did normal. Yeah. I would have just liked to have seen the Hinterlands, and chat's kind of agreeing with me on this. I like, I'd like to mm -hmm. have seen the Hinterlands decay when in the patches where alexander awakens another like like oh an, an arm came out let's see the let's see the effect of the ether being sucked from the land like we're being told so you would like to see a change like a geographical change yes other than his arm taking up hmm. a space where it didn't before which you can already see where the pieces of alexander are going to lay like you already saw the rock where his second hand was going to be the rock where his head is going to be is already present there that's the only change you see is that instead of a rock yeah. it's alexander but there's the effect <laughs> of his strength is just completely made non-visual would love it would love it. The only thing that would annoy me is that, like, if they change the geographical look, like, like locales of the hinterlands, as a gather gatherer, that would fuck you up. Like, wait, well, don't don't, don't necessarily I, I, change I, I, I would, it. I would, I, would, like, I would be able to go to a place like, wait, where's my hinterlands perch? Why, why are they not here? What, what the fuck is going on? I mean, more damn like, it, Alexander. Like, you don't have to change it in such a way that the actual. Um... That the actual but layout of the map be, changes, but visually, would be, I would like I would like to see the trees like lose all their leaves, or I'd like to see like oh that like that. crystals popping out of the ground where there weren't before because the ether is <laughs> just being absorbed or things like that. As annoying as it would be, I'd still want that. I'd still want like I'd still want certain parts of the map to actually be affected. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against that, I, but I get what you're saying with, like, changing yeah. gathering locations is a little bit... Yeah, yeah, yeah like, bit if Alexander just steps on one part of this, you know fish aren't going to fucking be there. There's a foot there. There's a giant mechanical foot there. Uh, but, 
yeah, going back to the end uh, all be all of it, when it's it's a bad thing uh, that I actually I don't consider this my Alexander. My Alexander is type zero. I knew you were gonna say that. And <laughs> that's my Alexander. Where's that Alexander? That's the one I want. Not this, you know, gobby bullshit inside Alexander. No, no, no. No, I want to see casualties. With Bahamut, there were casualties. Like, he had a, he had a, a lot a of casualties. Toll. He had a death toll. So did Type Zero Alexander. Where the fuck was that? Hey, you ready? You ready for something fantastic, guys? My internet's stable enough. We're gonna have, we're gonna have video. It probably is gonna go unstable again in like two minutes because I did this, but we'll see. Yeah. I'll keep my eyes on it. That's the best. I can really do for the time being. All right, so but that's actually not the main, ma the most major concern. Um, they were concerned about sort of the interior of Alexander and how like Gordius mm -hmm. was always the same. Midas, they tried to make have more moving parts, and the creator, right. they're going to have a much greater emphasis on visuals. Mm -hmm. But the biggest point of discussion is more in difficulty of normal versus savage. That's the I mean, majority. How many how many times have we had this? Discussion? We've had this discussion more times than I'm willing to state out loud. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so the biggest thing with here is coil was one difficulty, and I will agree the majority of feedback regarding it was the, the was that most people couldn't access it. It's a reasonable thing if you're spending a lot of time, you know, voice acting for the story, cutscenes for the story, mm -hmm. a fully uh, what fe what feels like a hidden. CGI scene for like over a year, uh, like all those things. Yeah, you want more people to see it. And yes, YouTube's always a thing, but that's not the same as doing the content and experiencing right. it. Right. So I get the desire for normal mode, and I've I've tested the feedback from a lot of my viewers on normal mode. Most people agree they would not want to see normal mode go away. They would they like being able to absorb that story. It's just that in that case, story's underwhelming, which we just had the discussion about. Um, the question is preparing people for raid. Normal doesn't really do that. And then Savage jumps to a difficulty that was higher than Coil. So there is, again, no entry level, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a lot of specific details that we're going to cover. And I've kind of given an overview of that. Um, so that's the first thing I wanted to discuss was the difficulty. Because while they know they're doing Normal and Savage, mm -hmm. where they actually fall in difficulty compared to other content is still being discussed. They don't know if they're going to make Normal harder, if Savage is going to mm -hmm. be brought down to Coil's level. Uh, mm -hmm. They don't know in terms of release what it's going to look like. They just That's where the discussion is. They've only bolted down, yes, we will have two difficulties again, essentially. My question is, and we've had this question for a while, um, even when we did Coil, um, would you... The, the content's not going to be unaccessible right. all the fucking time. Like eventually you're going to get to a point where you're over geared for it and you can go back in and say, Hey, I haven't done this. I haven't, I haven't done coil. Let me go ahead and do it now. That's what a lot of people are doing now. Hell, I took one of my friends in coil. They haven't done coil. Uh, we did final coil and unsynced. They got to experience the story. It, it's a matter of people wanting to do the content that's current and that's fine. Um, Eventually, if you do, if you, let's say we actually stuck with the coil form. Okay. And one difficulty. Like, that was it. Like, you either, you either got good or you just didn't do it. Right. Um, 
if you if you don't do it when it's current, few patches later, you're overgeared, yada yada yada. Well, let me go back and do this. Like, would you be? I, I don't know. Would you be opposed to that? I mean, it happens all the time. It's happening currently. Yeah, with old, very old content. They always they bring so, things back into the limelight a lot. Yeah. 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 So. I don't know. I mean, again, this is where I would like coil difficulty. I would like it a lot. It for helps. normal, <laughs> for normal or for savage? Would you rather have? Because originally, normal was was advocated as coil with echo, and it is way beyond coil with echo in terms of its yeah, ease. That, that's true. Um, I'm trying to think back when coil savage was. The thing. And I actually tried it for the first time. I'm gonna ask him to. Um, I still want. It. I still want. Cool. Okay. It, it, it's. I don't know. To me, it even as a pug, and this is saying something. At, at the time, it was accessible. Like, you know, pugs. Sixty-five percent of the time don't work. Sixty-five, damn that. Yeah, that's a loose. That's a loose number. That's a really fucking loose number. But I was gonna say like ninety-eight percent of the time. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like based off of my experience, it, it just as a pug, it seemed a little bit accessible. Like you, the only thing you did was just bang your head against it as many times as you can with as many groups. Even though half the time it wouldn't work, you would get some good groups. You would get some bad groups. It happens with us. Um, you know, it's just, I, I would stick, honestly, I would stick with Coil Difficulty. Savage is meant to be savage. And it still is. It, it, at the current moment in time, it is. It, it, it is to a certain extent where, whereas the, the progression, and we've, all, and we've talked about this many times, yeah. um, about the progression of Savage, how it, it's completely fucking random. Um, it goes <laughs> five, seven, six, eight. It's like, yeah, uh, pretty much, pretty much. Like, all right, all right, this is easy. This is a little bit easy. Oh, shit. Wait, this is easier than third. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I would go, uh, I, one, one cold, two, it to be progression. Like, just, you know, it's, it, it, it doesn't follow the form like the MMO formula doesn't follow this at all nowadays. But you know, just give me something. Give me, just give me a curve. Give me a curve, like an actual okay? difficulty curve. No, actual actual difficulty curve. Okay, all right, it's a little more difficult. Okay, it's a little more difficult. Holy shit, this is the end. This is so fucking. This is the end. <laughs> this is the end. Yeah, when you when you faced Bahamut Prime, it was like holy shit. I'm bored. Holy shit. Don't stand close to him. No. Don't. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. learned that the hard way. I learned that the hard way on um, even an unsynced run. <laughs> like, we were just burning through it unsynced. And Akmorn still hit me for like 35,000. Yeah, Akmorn doesn't <laughs> stop hurting, unfortunately. It doesn't. It, it, it still hurts. Unsynced. Still hurts. Still yeah. hurts. Uh, one thing Yoshi mentioned specifically uh, regarding improving the raid development team was that he he needs he estimated two more people. They had two more skilled, not developers that need training, two more skilled developers mm -hmm. on the raid dev team 
that the experience and rating could be increased dramatically. He didn't say exactly what, like, just that the raid team would be able to accomplish a much a much better end result if they just had two more skilled developers. What that tells me is each developer would probably be in charge of a boss, probably, mm -hmm. and they'd probably want to move up to six bosses. Or they would want to take those extra two developers, add the third difficulty, which seems to be the other thing they've really, like Yoshi's really wanted to do because he kind of understands that they don't have a proper stepping stone into rating. Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder why they just can't find two more develop like a skilled developer working on MMO. There's got to be two of them out there somewhere. Which game? Did I just just there's. there's it's fucking seven billion people. There's got to be two people out there that speak Japanese that can develop a boss in a raid. Like, there has to be. So you think they would uh, pull from Western talent? I think they, they want anyone. They need to be able to communicate. If they pull from the West, they have to be able to speak Japanese. But they just of course, need... Of course. They, I, just, I can't understand that they can't find two, two people. And this is going back to the previous um, Anthes when Gonda talked about it. Yeah. Didn't he kind of yeah. refer to like actually making a, you know, someone to test the difficulty to say, okay, this is, it's difficult, but do it. Like, yeah. That, well, they that spill the thing. They legit just advertise like for jobs at a North American fan festival. Yeah, pretty much they were saying like we need people to test this stuff out. We want we want, you know and I would assume this would be like world first talent to test this shit out. I I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Honestly. I'll test everything. I'll drop out of like I'm not in the world first race anymore. They ain't gotta worry about me fucking cheesing bosses because I know the mechanics. I'm good. Yeah. I'll test that. Just don't just hide the final result from me and get men. And I'll tell and I'll just I'll get you halfway there and you can figure the other half. Right. I'm sure they have the resources to hire two more people. I guess they just they're very particular. They don't they probably really don't want to have to do too much training and slow down mm -hmm. the patch cycle. So they really need two right. already skilled developers. Maybe someone who's working on 15 when it's done can be shifted over. But I doubt it. Because they'll probably throw them on Kingdom Hearts, uh, Kingdom Hearts three, since that's the immediate pro project that they'll be moving to after that. Works um, one, please. Yeah, one day. Uh, there's also the concern of motivation because they they're in this awkward place where they feel like they want people to want to do the content. They don't want people to feel like they need to do the content, and what that creates is almost like a half baked kind of. Do I want to? Do I not? Like, I have some interest, but not a whole lot. I could get this, but is it really that important? There's no, there's no part of coil or, or I'm sorry, there's no part. I guess even coil too. There's no part of rating, essentially, where you go, yes, I, I need, I need to do this. I feel like I want to improve because this is content that I need to do. I get that you don't want to force that mentality on people, but the half baked approach in an MMO just doesn't seem suitable to me. Mm -hmm. Um. Now we're just talking. In when you say content, you're just talking great content. Right? Well, I guess uh, in terms of, I guess that's kind of something they look at for everything. But specifically with raids, it's been more troublesome to properly mo uh, motivate players without forcing a need onto them. The way I see it, 
there are three motivating factors in Raid. Okay. One, lore. You know, people want to see what happens in the story, yada yada yada. And that's why Two, normal and that's why normal was created in the first right, place. Right. Two gear slash weapons. You know, you want you want to gear up and like Raid usually has the best gear. Three challenge. You know, and that's thus the world first racing race happens every every time a new raid raid tier happens. Um so like yeah in all honesty, those are that's plenty of motivating factor to, you know, just get you started. You have a choice. You either want to see the story, you either want good gear, or hell, you just want a challenge. So let, let's let's tackle that then, because the biggest concern, the biggest argument for the coil difficulty is that the story was tied behind the higher difficulty, and it was a greater motivating factor to improve because there was no other choice. You either improved or you didn't experience for that story in particular. And considering the amount of interest that was drummed up on the coil story, um, do you do you feel like in terms of people who generally play Final Fantasy that that's probably the number one deterrent away from Savage that the story it adds absolutely nothing? It, it's I don't think it's the number one, but it's definitely a sizable factor. Um, that you know, oh, we 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 beat A six Savage. What happened here? Okay, let's just get. Yeah. You know, people people don't really care. It's more it's really now more it's more about the challenge than anything. I just wanna finish this. I wanna say that I've beaten uh A five through A eight. Um Yeah, like story in three point oh doesn't really it, it's not that So we can remove one motivating factor from Savage right there. One right of the there. three core ones. Okay. Gear. Is the next one that you discussed the we all know that gear is eventually is phased out on on average about seven months right do we feel that remedying that that kind of thing where you know that yet this piece will be gone in seven months or just will not be relevant to you in seven months outside of glamour it's not even the fact that it's phased out it's just the fact that it's the the gear itself the the raid gear itself um Unattainable if you don't do it, if you don't complete it. Um, whereas one thing that's made it, like, example, prime example, um, the Gobdit, the weapon, it's one part of Raid that's made accessible to everyone eventually as time goes on. Um, so it makes it, you know, I don't say less viable, but eventually it's a waiting game. You can say, well, fuck, I don't want to do Raid. You still you still get a good lore weapon out of it that you normally would you would get through something from raid just about waiting. Do you think that so? But do you ultimately think that extending the longevity of it not by not by separating patches more, not by creating mm -hmm. a not by creating a more vertical, I'm sorry, a more horizontal experience, which I don't think necessarily adds a whole lot to this current generation of gaming. But adding something that takes that gear and extends its lifetime. Like, if I obtain this piece, I know that going into the next patch, I can take this piece and improve upon it. I can keep it, but I can improve upon this piece that I worked hard to collect. And I can use we it to We already have that. We already have that. How? Uh -huh. 
but that's one piece, and that is that's a piece. one piece. That's one piece. Okay, that's, I get what you're also, saying. You're, you're you're saying gear in general. Like like let's say I get an i two forty piece from Alexander Savage right okay. now, and then I go into the next patch, and there's some level of content there that says, hey, you could take this piece and improve it to two fifty. You could also take you could also try working on a new piece if you wanted to, and this allows you to sort of tailor the armor that you upgrade versus the ar new armor that you get. You feel like if I want to hold on to this piece for the rest of my life, I can. Lammer. But I mean functionally. No. No, I, I wouldn't agree to that because it's in it's an MMO trope that gear it always gets phased out. And that's okay, we're, to be we're, fair, we're, that's we're gonna modern... discuss we're gonna we're gonna discuss a little bit about that. Um yeah, like we're gonna discuss a little bit about that later. Um, you know, the sentimentality of, hey, I did all this work to get all this gear just for the next patch to say, well, fuck that. You're going to get new gear that's better. I've gotten used to it. I I've grown accustomed to the fact that I'm always going to get better gear in another patch or another raid site. Um, we're, we're in mannequin time. You know, I've worked hard in this gear. I want to see it. I don't, uh, like, I don't, I'm not going to use it in future patches. Um, maybe just a uh, challenge just to see, oh, well, let's let's try to do, let's, I don't know, let's try to do some shit under, under gear or at gear level, whatever. Um, other than that, no, no. Um, you know, people have grown accustomed to the fact that gear gets phased out. They've grown accustomed, but that doesn't necessarily equate to is okay with. They are okay with it being that way. That's like how I've grown accustomed that free-to-play mobile games are going to try to fucking steal all my money. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean it's something that I enjoy. So I actively look for free-to-play mobile games that don't push me as hard to spend money. All right, all right, all right. Do this. You get gear. You, you get your gear from, I don't know, Midas. It's cool. It's all, it, it's got all the stats and everything. Um, when you, when you really look at gear, the first time you get it, one, you're going to look at stats, two, you're going to look at how it looks, because Glamour Souls, and I say Glamour Souls, because I'm playing a lot of souls, but you're eventually going to get gear that looks better, is going to have better stats. They, the devs, make it to where, like, we're not going to give a shit about this gear, like, some people are going to care about it. But the devs make it to where we don't give a shit about it. We get well, the devs looking here in the future. The the devs should be not looking towards everything in the past. They should be looking towards the future at all times. Yeah, yeah. Because they're developers so, and they can't stay in the past. But as a player, we all know how much people love to hold on to things as gamers. Thus, the glamour, glamour your gear. If you want it to have those really good stats, just glamour it. There's no need to improve on it. I, I, I really don't see the purpose. I really don't see the purpose of actually taking, okay, Dreadworm gear and making it to... 240, Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I, I really don't see the purpose of it other than glamouring. Okay, so let's, let's propose this instead. Let's say that, okay, so right now we have, we have gear, it has stats on it, and we have materia slots now. On, it, on everything, mm -hmm. raid, crafted, whatever, we essentially have materia slots. Mm -hmm. What if there was an additional customization feature on top of that that could only use gear of a lower item level, which uh, 
would make you want to reach out and grab older gear and extend it. Essentially, even though you're not using that piece of gear anymore, you're still extending the effective use of it. Hey, I collected this leg piece with crit and dead on it. I'm going to sacrifice this piece and take a portion of those stats and put it on my next set of legs. And while that's not going to carry over to the very next set, it's at least immediately... It's, it's, tra it's a transfer of power that makes me feel good that I collected those items before. Because they didn't they weren't useless when I moved on to the next item. Like basically everything you could do with these synthesis, yeah, absolutely. Everything you're telling me is stuff we already have. But, no, but no, we don't have that. We don't have that at all. We have nothing remotely similar to this, where you can take a piece with crit and debt and infuse it onto another piece by destroying that piece. The like. You oh, could yeah. absolutely do it through. I would like to see that but... being feasible if it actually made it a little bit better. But half that's the, the point. You're 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 adding another level of you're taking the stats on an old piece and taking a portion of them to put onto the next piece. So if you collect, but there the piece, has to be limits. There has to be limits. You can't put. There has to be a limit to it. this. Like you, um, if it had to work the same way, uh, i.e., as metal, in a sense, like you could do. You can you could take it to a certain piece of gear. But it's only going to keep you. You can't over, like, really um, overstep the stats that it already has, like by a tremendous amount. It's right. not like it, it would have to work like melding, where, like, essentially trying to put all five material, which is stupid. Don't do it. Um, unless unless you, you're rich. Unless you, unless you're Ash. Um, it's not going to be feasible after a while. So you try to take this gear and put it on, like, you know, newer gear. It's going to keep some of those stats. After that, like, you're not going to get any returns off. But like, that's yeah, fun. Like, for example, like, obviously you, obviously you have, like, Tombstone upgrade gear. Mm -hmm. So people would be just direct upgrading that would not need the infusion feature. But it's then, like, let's say I have the 240 lore gear and I want to take that, a, a piece of those stats, not the melded stats, not any previously infused stats... Mm -hmm. And I infuse, let's say, even just 20 points of critical hit rate from these last piece of legs onto the next piece. Now I feel mm -hmm. good about having gone out of my way to collect that previous piece. And it, it's it's extending its life into the next raid tier. It's not a long extension, but it's it's more of a gentle push into the next tier. It'd be good for progression. Uh, I'll it, would be great for, be, it would be great it for would progression. It would be awesome for progression. Like, for people who... Uh, for people who are going to do world first race, yeah, yeah, like all they would have to do is just say, "Hey, we're just going to take." But even, but see, even I'm even thinking back to things like, let's say I'm doing mm -hmm. a dungeon, right, and the dungeon drops mm -hmm. two fifteen gear, for okay. example, and I'm working mm -hmm. my way towards two thirty gear, but mm -hmm. in the meantime, I don't have enough tombstones for that. I pick up this two fifteen piece. I use it temporarily. Two or three dungeons from now, I get the two thirty piece. Now I take this two fifteen piece and I use it to improve on that two thirty piece, even just slightly. So, it would kind of curtail actually spending gear on crafting gear or gear itself. Um, if that's going to be an option, it's a feasible option. Like, I, I'd, I'd be for it. Like, it would give you another option, uh, whether, hey, you want to spend, you know, money and um, materials on crafted gear, or you can, you know, take your own gear. Like, it's an option. Uh, it just needs to be 
It just needs to be tiered low. Because yeah. while you do that, while you do that, you could do that, but still, you'd still want to buy crafted gear. Yeah, you'd still absolutely want to buy crafted gear. Yeah, like, so I would, I would like, put it right before crafted gear uh, if you were going to do that um, in, in terms of stat loots and everything. Um, and then even, I'm even just thinking to, like, diadem, because then all of a sudden diadems, random stats, you have more <laughs> of a desire to go after a specific diadem piece. What if only diadem pieces could be used for infusions then? Like, all of a sudden now people have a reason to want to get that pink to do, gear to do content, and, yeah. and to get a well-rolled piece of pink gear. It's not a piece they'll personally use, right? but it's a piece that will help them progress their character and improve the strength of their character. Like, even if they were to do that, I personally, now having said that, I would be okay with Diadem being the sole source of infusions. <laughs> but I'm only saying if they can make Diadem good, would I want that, first of all? Yeah, that, that, that's what I was laughing at. I, they would need to make Diadem a good thing first and then yeah. do that. Yeah, like, let, let's like let's that. take it a step, step by step. Like, don't put the cart before the horse, please. Yeah, essentially. All right, let's see here. Uh, so that was the big point of the interview, and we're going to move that into a conversation a little bit. I do want to hit on the other topics that were brought up on the interview. A lot of them are not right. things we need to discuss. Like, for example, they talked about the auto attack changes and how, like, you can't parry while looking away from an enemy. Like, that's that's not going to happen. Because <laughs> uh, so, that's just a fair question, because if I can auto attack while looking away, why can't I parry while looking away? And he's like, no, you can't fucking parry. You can't be like this. <laughs> Can't stick my hand behind my, my head. Imagine trying to do that shit on Dark Souls. Yeah, I'm gonna parry uh, behind me. Gunder. Yeah, I'm just gonna parry Jeffy Gunderball looking away. I would be perfectly cool <laughs> with a weapon in Dark Souls that did that. That you could only parry with it while looking away. But it would be like, isn't there like a shield? That, well, it doesn't parry. All that comes to mind is like Young Link with like the Hyrule shield on his back. Like yeah. that's what comes to mind essentially. Um, then we have this, they asked, why did you tease the samurai in the rising in 2015? He said, I didn't tease it. It was like, I was just talking to myself in game. It's been teased for how long? I hated the way Ko when Koji did it at East, I was like, fuck you, Koji, where he's like, yeah, maybe we can get someone in samurai armor to ask us a question or something like that. You know, I just get one, someone in just full samurai armor. Is anyone here in samurai armor? It's like, I hate you. I hate you, Koji. Mm -hmm. And they even touched on the mannequin system, which we brought up last week, and they wondered what happened to it. Like, literally a day later, they brought it up, and it was like... Um, it, it happens all the time on the show. Yeah, we're, yeah, every we're time. really, really good at that. Yeah. Um, they basically said that they know what they want to do for it. Currently, it's shelved. Because there's other features that they have on the timeline, but they don't know when they're going to do the mannequin system. They only know how they want to do it. Now, let me ask you this with the mannequin system. Okay. With, with your gear, with the gear that you've had, how sentimental, like, is there a sentimental piece of gear or set of gear that you have within your inventory or armory chest or your retainers? What happened? Is there a sentimental piece? Like, is there... Yeah, I keep a lot of pieces sentimentally. Even in, even in every MMO, there's pieces I don't use anymore that I keep for sentimental reasons. I mean, I'm even looking back to 1.0. I have that, I got a skull eye patch plus three from a fucking skeleton whose head I broke with my monk, because that was a thing back in 1.0. You could break individual body parts. And if you broke a skeleton's head, he could drop a skull eye patch. And I got a plus three one. That turned into just a regular HQ skull eye patch, but I still have that exact skull eye patch. And I would love to put that on display, but I don't want it taking up my fucking inventory space. 
Yeah, I, as of what, last night, got rid of a lot of stuff. My Dreadworm stuff turned it into GC6. Would love to keep it. Hell, I will go back to T13 just to get it. If, if I we get, get a mannequin. Yeah. yeah. And for those who don't understand what mannequin is, um, it's basically a, a mannequin. You Like the same way you would see a mannequin on display at a mall or something. Right. It, you put armor on it and it displays it. So it doubles as both storage and glamour. And glamour. So yeah, it basically hold the armor and hopefully a weapon. I would love for it to a weapon. Um, or just have a weapon back. I like this idea. You make it so the striking dummies can act as mannequins, so you can like make it. You could dress them up like a dragoon and kill them. You just have to go there. Man. I mean, that was the most logical place to go. To be fair, without any navigation, you just went there. Okay, that was the first to be like to be real. That is the first place everyone's mind was going to go as soon as I said it. No, black mage. Black Mage was my actual where I was going to say it, but then as the words were coming out of my mouth, I changed it to Dragoon. <laughs> but you just, yeah, you said it first. Yeah, I was like, no, never mind. Dragoon's more natural. Um, they So they've shelved that, the mannequin thing, currently, but it's still on the list of things. <laughs> this was, this is, this was the, the time frame we got for mannequins. Eventually. <laughs> Great time frame right there. Um, how long was eventually when they first announced that we'd be, be getting cooldown resets? They said they weren't sure when we were ever getting it. Mm. We've gotten it. Like we they, got it now. I felt like they said it some 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 time ago. So eventually, makes me hopeful. I'd say four point one or four point two. You can slide Jesus on that next year when it happens. There you go. Got slide yeah. Jesus. Got slide Jesus on that. Okay, that works for me. Uh, and they also brought up the grand summoning system, which was the idea that, you know, free companies could capture a primal and then summon it one time, and then it would go back to, and then eventually another free company could catch it, and then they could summon it one time, et cetera, et cetera. And I honestly, the way he described it was awful. Like, I, I understood what he was saying, yeah. but I don't know what he thinks he was trying to say, because he's like, oh, well, one person's going to get it, and then they'll use it and like the weather will change and he's like it's not something you get as a reward it's it something that just sounded happens. like, like it sounded a lot like odin. It, it sounded a lot like odin when you know one one person the person who gets a finishing blow on odin gets to be odin yeah like it, it sounded exactly like that so it, it, it it's confusing uh, essentially he very kindly said again they've actually they said, oh, we know exactly what we want to do for it. We have no idea if and when we'll do it. Mm -hmm. So eventually, essentially he's saying these two things are never going to happen, and he's just too nice of a guy to tell us it's never going to happen, which apparently right. is a very cultural thing in Japanese. You never say, I'm not doing it. You just go, yeah, there's all these other things going on. And yeah. yeah no, that's, it's, an Amer that's an American thing, too. It's let, on the let, list. No, in America, we're like. Don't let him bullshit you. That's an American thing. No, the it's American, like, the American thing the American thing's like, dude, fuck that. I'm not fucking doing that shit. Are you kidding me? I'm not, I'm not doing that. Are you kidding me, man? He just wants to say no without saying no. Because <laughs> a lot of, because like, I, the mannequin thing I can understand being an eventually and it being a, like a serious consideration. This grand summoning thing is never going to happen. They're never going to find a way to balance it or introduce it in the game properly. 5.0. I uh, bet you by the time never, we get to 5.0, it will happen. They're never going to fucking do it. It's just, it's never going to work. <laughs> and I think they know that. 
So those are just those are the remaining points of the blog of the interview with Naoki Yoshida. So that leads us into, and we've already started talking about normal and savage going into 4.0. So I really want to hit home with a few of these things uh, regarding 3.0 first leading into this. Right. So even though we, we still have 3.4, and that's on September 27th this month, for anyone who doesn't know, Woo! Um, 3.5 and 3.55 are likely going to be like end of January, beginning of February, and then the following, and then a month later for the 0.55 patch or something like Yay, that. Yay, just in time for people. All right, then. Yeah. Just in time for uh, Final Fantasy XII HD Remaster. Just in time for Persona Five. Just in time for me to hate everything about the timing. Almost like yeah, almost everything. like 3.4. 3.4 was almost the worst timing in the world. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but I think at this point everyone has their eyes on the expansion. 3.4, 3.5. We're interested. We want to see the Diadem remake or the re- uh, entire whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, we want to see the finale of Palace of the Dead. We want to see the finale of Alexander, finale of Mock. We want to see the finale of the Warren Triad. Everything. But we already, like, our expectations are there. We know where we're looking towards. The expansion, we're kind of looking towards the expectations we had like we went in 3.0. So I'm going to preface this question with a few personal thoughts. Okay. When, when Heaven's Word launched, there was a lot of excitement. I remember a massive amount of positive feedback about the expansion. I was talking about the very first week. Very first. Are you like so? You're talking about like early access stages. Uh, I know. I'm talking about the well. Yeah, I guess that plus a few yeah. more days. Okay. okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, so the new areas were massive, which they promised. Most yep. people. Most people were happy with that, minus the whole ether current thing, which got a little bit of flack. Um, the enemies yeah. were leveling. At least if you weren't in super high armor, they hit harder like people asked for. Um, made mm. No, they hit a slide. They literally would five-shot you if you fought them one at a time. I don't remember having, like, I remember them teasing it as, holy shit, you're going to get fucked if you... Get two enemies at once, and yeah, you did. Yeah, If you got two enemies at once, your, your dick was going in a blender. That's good. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. Um, so people asked for that. Uh, it made it made the leveling process and like picking enemies a little bit more thoughtful. Dungeons looked cooler. The music was more impressive. The story was a way better improvement over the majority of A Realm Reborn, uh, especially two point one to two point three. That range it like blew that away. Yeah. Um, jobs saw improvement, in new tools that are generally valued now. Some people would argue certain jobs got the shaft, like Bard. Like a lot of people would say that job got worse. You know. But then you have Warrior, Scholar, White Mage. Like, the majority of jobs got f- things that felt good to use. Go on. Yeah. Go on. Would you say that these are aspects of Final Fantasy XIV that are more things that make a Final Fantasy game good? Like, if you were to just play any Final Fantasy game, would you be looking at, you know the mobs you run into as memories or massive open areas or would you look at the music and the graphics and what kind of gameplay was available it's a sum of all parts sum of all parts it's it's what makes the game a complete game so would you say they nailed the final fantasy part of heaven's ward like making it a final fantasy game yes is that a fair assessment it's a fair assessment do you agree that it feels like it's the it's the 14 part of it that they didn't get right? <laughs> the MMO part. The MMO. Um, okay. Here's what, like, okay. 
you, you talked about the jobs and like here's what I've been saying about that. Whenever we get to the expansion, we are going to bitch about the jobs. It's yeah. not gonna be optimized. They're gonna it's gonna take a few patches, it's gonna take a few monthly buffs for them to actually be these. Especially for monks. <laughs> I wouldn't even go in there, but you said it. Um but yeah, that's it, 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 that's just part of the landscape. We're we're gonna see these. We're gonna see. Well, it's gonna be. It's not even gonna be the current jobs. It's gonna be the new jobs that get a lot of slack. Dude, people are gonna be so pissed. Whatever they do to Warrior and Scholar, I'm calling it now. No, they're gonna gut think, those I don't jobs. Think, I don't think they will. They okay, said they're they gonna. They said they are high. They're the highest jobs in their priority for balance because they are just too mandatory right now. So those jobs are getting gutted come expansion. <laughs> I can't. So, so what you're so, so, wait so what you're saying that. so what you're saying is we're going back to strength on warrior, right? Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah. We're never going back to strength on warrior. It's going to be state vitality, <laughs> maybe one or two strength accessories and bis, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, all I just know is that, like, for what the new jobs are, what the new jobs will be. There will be a lot of complaint, like just as with any content in, in the game. There's going to be a lot of complaint in the beginning. Yeah, you're not going. You're not going to make everybody happy. It's it, it it it's a new job. First of all, it's a new job. It's unknown territory. You're going to complain. Hey, this shit's not right. Um, that's the beauty of it being a new job. Essentially, we, the community. Or beta testing this. Man, it'd be so great if we had a place to do that before it launched oh on the live God. servers. Just yeah, I knew you were going there. I knew, like, it'd just be so just, fantastic. Just, if only I could test these flyer. new job abilities. That was just, that was just a pot fly for you. Prior was, to the expansion oh launching, man, I don't oh know if we have the technology for that, though. <laughs> we have the technology. We talked about this last week. That was the theme of last week. We have the technology. Um, I don't know. I feel like content structure is where Heaven's Ward kind of failed to hit its mark. I mean, let's 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 look at the let's content structure. Let's, yeah, let's call it spade a spade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll agree. They they but, kept the status quo. That's all they did was keep the status yeah. quo. Now, do you think it's a bad thing? You know, like it, like people are gonna say it's a bad thing whenever they deviate from. Um, I don't know. I just like things. Remaining consistent. Consistency is okay. Uh, people will get pissed at it, but they'll be even more pissed if you try to change it and then eventually change it back. Like, what the fuck was the purpose? I, I, I agree that I like 14th level of consistency. I like that I'm getting a patch every three to three and a half months. I enjoy that there are new dungeons, there's new music, there's new visuals, there's new story, there's new bosses, etc., 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 etc. I like that because I understand that breaking the status quo then very quickly leads to things like delays or uh, or just flops overall. Whereas instead you could take what worked and while it's not necessarily more thrilling than it was before, it still works and you know it works and it's worked for all this time. Right. But let I mean let's let's look at the matter of fact. Dungeons were still dungeons. They were still mm -hmm. point A to point B to point C to point D and you're done. With mm -hmm. no sort of variation whatsoever. Tombstones, still tombstones. Still tombstones. Nothing more exciting yeah. about it. They're not tombstones. Stop it. 
Shut up. Raids having two difficulties was new, but they didn't meet the expectation, I feel, of anyone. Because normal was just way too easy, and Savage was just way too hard. There's no gap closer, essentially. Yeah, there was no middle ground. Um, it just seemed like the building process of the expansion meant more to them than what the expansion actually accomplished. And that's a cultural thing. We know that the... the I, I'll give you a great example. Have you ever seen the show Shark Tank? Yes. There was a golf club uh, company that was on there that originated in Japan. Mm -hmm. And they found that their sales in Japan were far greater than any other place in the world because the craftsmanship specifically that went into the club was that was so impressive that right. it wasn't like it didn't they didn't matter if it was a $300 club it was oh wow the craftsmanship for this is exquisite culturally the process of building something is very important to them regardless of its effective end result consider this a very broad question but of all those things that stayed exactly the same i want you to look at those things and tell me what would you like to see different about those things in the expansion? Take something that's already exists, it's already part of the formula, but it, but sort of shake up the status quo a little bit. Dungeons. I would start with dungeons. Um... I would, if anything, um, you have, it's not as linear. It's not point A to Z. Like you have different ways of getting there, different routes, different mobs. It, it, would, it would make dungeons seem a lot more fun if you had options of, like, not, not just saying, you know, make one group hard. Uh, hell, you could do that. Okay, I'll say that. You could make one group more difficult than the other. Like, you have bitch route, you know, take the easy way out, or you can go to a more difficult route and get, you know, better gear, I guess. That would be a thing. Um, other than that, Other than maybe some slight changes to crafting and gathering, I honestly don't know what I would change. Like, we, you, you say the status quo, you, and I don't know if that had a negative connotation, but it's it's fine. Like, keeping things consistent is fine to a certain extent. You could keep things consistent, but maybe do. Do a few new things, I guess. Um, like, like I said, all patches. Um, yeah, like, perfect example. Throwing in Lords of Reunion in an all patch. People were going to complain about it, say, hey, why did you waste development time on it? Yeah. But if you throw it in an off patch, just a random off patch, where, like, uh, other than, like, other than throwing it into, like, a main, like, uh, point one, two, three, or what have you patch. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, yes, just small things like that. Small things like that. I, I, I don't know. What what would you change? Like you because you say like I think you have a lot of grand changes, but 
Like, I want to keep things consistent. Whereas I'm thinking you want like major changes. What would what would your changes? Be? Well, I definitely dungeons dungeons not being point A to Z is probably my number one. Um, so, so you so you agree with me, like giving dungeons like an like a optional route, so to speak. Yeah, like uh, so a good example of some of a sort of light version of that is Total Rock. Eventually, you're given the choice to either go left or right. That's a very. Why'd you have to give that as an example? Because it's it's it, because. Think of it this way, with Total Rock, when you enter, you don't have to go in that room that goes the web right on the left. You don't have to do that to beat the dungeon, but you no. can, and a lot of people go that way. And then you have people who prefer going left when they get to the fork in the road, and you have people who no. prefer going right in the fork in the road. Mm -hmm. That's a very light example of what I mean, mm -hmm. of point A to Z, because ultimately you're still going from A to Z. But why you have to get Total Rock as the basic bitch dungeon? Because that honestly... There's more thought in the design of Total Rock than there is in like 90% of the level 60 dungeons we get. <sighs> T3, no. even though it, T3, no. T3 is another example of where there's more than one way for me to get to the bottom. It's not a great example because it it's pretty much just a like you doesn't you don't have to kill anything on the way to the bottom. It's literally no no it's, it's a rat race. It's a yeah. rat race. But that sort of that layout of hey I don't have to go just this way like let's just say you made turn three a dungeon like just for the sake of like you put a boss before you could progress to the next set of jump pla uh, platforms you, you just stuck a boss right before the before you could unlock it okay and if and you could go different ways there's maybe there's treasure chests on certain ones or if you go left you fight one type of enemy mm -hmm. if you go right like oh we have two black mages if i go left almost like turn two turn two is another great example it's a raid boss where Depending on your raid composition, it might be smarter to go one way versus the other. To maybe there's a mechanic your raid doesn't deal with very well. You go one right. way over the other. The choices in places like that are completely absent now. And I get that the, I agree. the reason I agree. behind that, I would like to see more choices, even if they are light choices, more along those lines. I feel I, like... I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say light. I, I would just, you know, go all in on it. Like, yeah actually make make us you know choose make us choose what we're what we want to do like it one it would um it would give a lot of replayability to the dungeon you know just to see what's on this what's on this route what's on that route um the perfect example of this like gameplay wise um not even in an mmo sense but have you ever heard of the game out which one? Outrun. Outrun? Outrun. Uh, I feel like I have, but I did nothing. Comes uh, to uh, basically, okay, basically, it's a it's a driving game. And you have it, like, the way your route is set up, it's like a tree. You start this one route, and then you get an option of going either left or right. And then you go through that route, and then you get the same option until you get to the end. A tree like that within a dungeon... I think I wouldn't say that complex because it's like, you have two, six ways of ending the game. Yeah. Um, but something a little bit simpler, but but still along those lines. Whereas you have plenty of ways to do this dungeon. Give us some replayability dungeons. Make us want to go back and do this and see what all is there. Another good example of an instance that breaks it up a little bit, even though we kind of make it an A to Z, it's not presented as such, and that's the Labyrinth of the Ancients. 
you're presented with an end goal at the very start of the dungeon, and you go down this path, you unlock key A, you go down this path, you unlock key B, you go down the final path, you get key C. We've it's It's been made so that we do it the way we do it. That's not the way it's presented to us, though. I, I've Now, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. You don't have to do Bone Dragon first. You don't have to do the other guy second. You don't have to do King Behemoth third. Those are just what we eventually ended up... That Like, that became... That became the status quo. The community's way of burning through. Yeah. I could be wrong, because it's just... I've, it's always been that way, and it's been years since Labyrinth of the Ancients came out. But having essentially the path to the final boss being locked as soon as you get into the dungeon, and then having mm -hmm. these multiple paths... By the way, also, the way that... Um, trash is done in Labyrinth of the Ancients is far more interesting, I feel, than in most dungeons. Um, but even if they are locked, I guess the example still stands. Even if, like, currently they are locked in Labyrinth of the Ancients, let's just say you did unlock them. Let's make that a dungeon design. Okay. I... If you did the Labyrinth of the Ancients that way, I mean, it, it essentially is... Ew. It's still the same exact dungeon. It's still the same. It's still the but same. But you know what? You know what? There's one more raid interaction than most people go through. It's like, which boss do you guys want to do first? That's more raid talking than I have in the majority of my fucking instances. Right. Now, this would be a dick move. But would you um, unlock it to where people can split the party? And no, I think I think it, the bosses. You design the bosses in such a way that that's not possible. Oh, okay, so everybody would have to, like, if somebody just said, hey, I'm going to go this way, it's locked. You have to go that way, you have to commit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Even just that little bit of, even just having the trash pulls where, you know, let's look at Bone Dragon's trash, for example. It's the okay. simple, that's like the most straightforward trash pack, pretty much, of yeah. the, of the yeah. bunch. Hey, yeah. we have all these enemies, and we have uh, poison that lifts up and down, and there's and each mm -hmm. trash pool has different patterns on the ground. So once you're familiar mm -hmm. with the mechanic, that's great. You understand, hey, the higher platforms are to get away from the poison, but now I have these enemies that have knockbacks, and I have these enemies that have AoEs that take up large spaces, and all of a sudden you're interacting a lot more with the dungeon itself and not just with the enemies. You're not standing there and holding all the enemies. There's, mm -hmm. a, there's a thought process there. Trash like that, even in if we were to do A to Z dungeons, would be a great breath of fresh air. I agree with that. I, I can see that. Yeah. And another thing is, we don't need trash in every dungeon, I feel. I feel like you don't need to have that, that section between bosses. Uh, so, are you, are you saying a boss rush? A yeah, boss rush? I don't see why. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's technically raids are essentially boss but rushes. That that would negate that would negate XP. That would negate level. Not if you do it. At, I mean, if you do it at sixty, who gives a shit? And I know one day sixty True. won't be the level cap. All right, so, and or you just make the bosses worth what would have been the equivalent of having all the trash in there and whatnot. You raise the XP value of the bosses. Honestly, that ruins the dungeon experience. Man. Well, that depends. If a dungeon's designed, it's, I'll give you a great example. Uh, and I I love referring to World of Warcraft because as much as I love to shit on that game. They, it's not like they've never. A had lot good, of people are playing it. It's not like they've. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not like they've never had good ideas. They've had plenty of good ideas. Violet Hold was a good idea. It was essentially a dungeon that had maybe nine or ten different bosses locked away in it, mm -hmm. and every time you did it, the last boss was always the same, but the first few bosses were different depending on when you locked yourself in the instance. Good point, Mal. Thank you. Now, would you make it a boss rush like A five? 
A5. You mean oh, no. Hummelfoss? A6. A6. I was going to say, A6, I love A6's design, how it's, hey, beat the first boss, beat the second boss, beat the third boss. I love that. So you would really make it like A6 where you would like if you wiped even on the last Well, if you're doing boss, it if you're doing it if you're doing it in a function all over. I'm just saying the lack of trash in between encounters. You don't have to make it so you start all over like A6 Savage. You can make it more like A6 normal where even if I die on the first one, I start at the second one, etc. or mm -hmm. if I beat all three of them but I died on the fourth one, I don't have to beat the first three again. That's more of a dungeon experience to me. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, oh, they remade Violet Holes. I didn't know that. Uh, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because Dalaran got moved. Anyway, um, I just I'm just throwing out ideas for dungeons because yeah, yeah. These these are just these are just random ideas that we have um, for you know to shake up content, so to speak. Yeah, uh, anything, and it doesn't even have to be the content is different. It's just the way that the end goal is. Ultimately, I want to defeat the final boss. That is always going to be the point right. of the dungeon. Right. Um, the way I okay. get there, the journey, is what I want to be different. Okay. That would be right, a big so, thing for me in 4.0. All right, so that's one thing. Do you have anything else you would want to change? Um, I really would love raids to not be sectioned off like they are now. I mean, that's always been a huge thing for me. The way that, like, the 24-man raids are done, where it's start to finish, mm -hmm. and it's all one, it's all one experience. Mm -hmm. I so much prefer that over, here's a boss, beat it, here's the chest, exit, Here's the interim room, re-enter, boss, you have 90 minutes, you know, that disconnect between each part of the raid. Now, I'll go back to Coil. The way we did Coil in the beginning. Um, would you... Would you put trash in Coil again? In, in raid again? I'm okay with trash in raids if if it isn't just there to prevent you from getting to the next boss. If it's there and there's they drop crafting materials. Because we, you remember how we did coil, like in yeah. we yeah, sacked it. Like you, People just sacked the, the trash half the time. Yeah, you, you do trash and then once you get to the boss, you can leave and come back in right at the boss. You don't have to do Yeah. That was that was a great advantage of of having that done that honestly if you look at turn one it's a great example where you have the you have basically what is now considered the faust ads was the faust mm -hmm. of the first coil it was the only right. faust of mm -hmm. every coil because they never did another one like that they never put like a mini tiny boss that you would then fight a stronger version of in the, in the next turn you right. beat him he's got some mechanics and then you move forward you feel good about beating him and it felt good to beat ads when you were brand new into turn one mm -hmm. it feels kind of good to beat Foss now but it's more of a i just want to fight the fucking boss get out of the way so do you think they should have kept the coil formula and you beat faust and like all week you can just you don't need to be faust again yeah yeah you think that would have been really that would have been good it's really fucking annoying to have to beat faust again every fucking time you go in there Right. Really, it's it's like I've already proven to you I can take this thing down. I can understand me making me do it the first time in the week, but for the mm -hmm. love of Jesus, I don't want to have to waste my time on this thing that I've already proven I could be. The ability to save progress inside of an instance. Turn one is like such a good example of that. Of mm -hmm. like, hey, we beat him. Now we don't have to beat ADS again for the rest of the week. Okay, we beat all this trash. Okay, now we don't have to do that for the rest of the week. Even if you want to make it so you do have to redo trash, if you give trash things like crafting materials, you don't have to be exhort because I know WoW has gotten crazy where you could basically craft raid level epics. Like, it's just every piece, there's like a raid craftable version. 
right. doesn't need to be that level, but let's say that for crafted for I two fifty crafted stuff in the next patch, the trash okay. was the, the trash leading up to the bosses is what dropped the items to make that to make that two fifty crafted stuff. Now all of a sudden, I'm okay with doing trash because it's like if something if I see a friggin' Gordian crank, just a bad example, but I'm just I could yeah. I'm just making yeah, up yeah, machine yeah. shit. Um, and I can use that to now, I can now take that out, right? I feel good about getting that item. I feel good about having just cleared the trash. So and you, you would want to do the trash every time? You I would, yeah, I would be like, okay, let's hope we get it. Let's hope that something drops out of the trash as an example. I don't feel like, now, oh my are God, you, are you okay this. with that or the certainty that you're going to probably maybe get something from the boss? Like um, it's, it's it's a trait like so. Are you, okay, I think I understand what you're asking. Are you asking yeah, like, like if if I had personalized would, drops, like if every individual raid member got a random drop off of the boss, as opposed to it being two pieces? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I'm I don't see why you can't have both. There's no reason particularly why you can't have both. Generally in dungeons as well, there's no reasons why you can't have more advanced designs and uh -huh. also have it so that the final boss doesn't just drop a chest, it drops an item to each person, even if right. it's somewhat random within reason. Um, obviously, you can't make it so that it's always an item you need, because it, then it gets ridiculous, because you, you, yeah. the guarantee of progress is sometimes okay, and sometimes it's it just kind of destroys the longevity or the reach of trying to uh, obtain something mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I'm okay with both ideas, I would. I just want my raids to feel more like raids. If Weeping City was an eight-man raid and it was as difficult as Alexander, I would enjoy it immensely more than Alexander itself. Just because it's one instance, and they've already proven they know how to save progress within an instance. They yeah. did it for turn one. They did it for turn seven originally, where they had the elevator trash and yeah, the elevator trash. Yeah, they've proven they ha they know they have the technology. Oh. Now it's just about applying it. We to have the, the technology part two. The biggest problem of stay in the realm. The the biggest problem is that the way their instances are done. If they if they have everyone stacked into the same instance, the same like instant server, it's probably mm -hmm. too much congestion by separating the bosses. They make it so that it's at least a little spread out after A5 is beaten. You know? Mm -hmm. It's just I, I something I would just that's that's the way I feel. Weeping City is a is literally like one of the greatest examples of what could be that they've ever done. It's to me the best 24-man raid in terms of difficulty, in terms of boss design, yep. in terms of everything it's that's done with it. It's yep. to that. me perfect. That's why people that's why it's the first 24 man raid where people went can we get weeping like people have always asked for 24 man savage but they never said I want labyrinth of the ancients savage I want world of darkness savage, savage. people I just said I would actually want world of darkness savage I would too actually cuz world of darkness yeah. also hit a very similar difficulty tier that weeping city yeah, did Yeah yeah it did um but like people, specific, this is the first time where there's ever been a 24 main raid that comes out. People say we love the difficulty. Please don't nerf it. They say this is what it should have been in the first place. Everyone's like, yes, we're happy with that answer. Can we get an even harder version of specifically this 24 man? That's the first time I've seen a specific 24 man get a request. Can we get a savage of this? And I think that just goes to show how much people want that experience in a in a more difficult setting. That exact experience at a higher difficulty setting. Even if it's not 24-man, even if it's an 8-man savage, and it's in the Weeping City, 
That's the experience they want. It's not just because it's Weeping City and they want a 24 minute savage. It's that entire experience from start to finish. Mm-hmm. I feel that way when I see those requests for Weeping City Savage. And I miss Pharaoh Serious Normal, now that the chat has brought it out. Back when it was brand new. <laughs> I do miss that. Really? So you don't want Bob Cena? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't mind Bob Cena, but I'm talking about, like, the original Pharaoh Serious, Pharaoh Serious difficulty was, like, a feel, it felt good to me as a dungeon. Plus boobs. Plus boobs. Plus boobs. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean those those that's so those are two big things for me that pre-exist. Um, for me, more raid bosses is a big thing, also. Because four bosses, quite frankly, regardless of whether you're afraid of a middle tier or an enter, is just not enough. Like to me, those two extra people better be designing two extra bosses and not a, not a third difficulty with four bosses. That would infuriate me if they got those two people and they use them to make normal, like a normal hard and savage, as opposed to giving mm-hmm. two more bosses to normal and savage. That's my personal thought. Yeah, I just think dropping more bosses. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what again going back to Souls. It's kind of like the Dark Souls two did. Oh, yeah, they just they made a bunch of shitty bosses. They just make it like you just make I don't a want like twenty bosses. bosses. You just make like no no no. It wasn't even the fact that it was the bosses itself. Like you, you like hey, we're gonna make more things difficult. How? We're just gonna give you more bosses in each boss. Yeah, Dark Souls Two is a really good example of how to poorly do adding more bosses. Yeah. Even yeah. I'd say World of Warcraft still has not perfected the art of having a lot of bosses that feel good. It's it's like the but the thing is a lot of people overlook it because let's say Siege of Orgrimmar had I think had thirteen bosses and the all the bo- like most of the bosses were horribly designed and then they had mm-hmm. like three really good two or three really good ones but the entire uh-huh. raid since it's long and connected even though these there's these less meaningful bosses. It's still great to go around Orgrimmar and see what's happened to the different parts of it. It's like, oh, there's this boss here, but cool, but look where I am in Orgrimmar. Like, this is crazy. This looks awesome. Um, looking to Ulduar, which is probably the number one most praised raid of all time in World of Warcraft, which it was oh, It was very open. The bosses were incredibly engaging and unique. That's the only time I feel like they've ever gotten, hey, we have a shit ton of bosses. They're all quality. And you know what's funny? That's the last time... That was the last time they only had one difficulty for a raid tier. And they had, like, in order to turn on the harder difficulty, you had to, like, press a button in the back of the room or you had to disable, you had to leave all four towers up. I think that's funny that that is one of the, that is regularly lauded as one of the greatest raids ever made. And it is a one difficulty raid, essentially. I find that very interesting. Karazhan is also very often considered one of the greats. Now in the chat says Bloodborne's DLC is how you add more bosses. I agree. Yeah. Except for Orphan. Fuck that bitch. I love Orphan, of course. We made Orphan so fucking shit by just ganking him. Like, and, and essentially, that's like that's essentially every boss. You can gank every boss and make it a whole lot easier. Um, even though, even though Orphan was more boring than Orphan, in my opinion. Yeah. I just, th- that's the big thing. I don't necessarily need them to be super innovative with things like Lords of Verminion. I don't need that. 
I need to see that they're not. But just, we still want that. I, I did not that want I don't that want innovation. it. I know. I, okay, I know. I don't want Lords of Romania, but <laughs> I'm okay with the idea of having new things, and um, mm -hmm. I think that that's the right approach. I love the fact that Palace of the Dead was as successful as it was, even mm -hmm. though we still like the verdict's still out on the entire thing once all 200 floors are out. Um, I'm glad they tried things. But the problem was when they try things, we miss out on these other opportunities. All the when it fails, it's really easy to go back and go, "What if they had done this instead?" And we knew we yeah. would have wanted that. Yeah, that's that's so fucking easy. Um, but I like when they take risk. I I I'm okay with the devs taking risk. Uh, it it might fall flat on its face, and that's fine, you know. But you can say, "Hey, we we tried to do this. We'll never do it again." And I said that before. Yeah, there's just there's ways to make things sort of entertaining without needing to reach that far outside the box. Games, the gaming industry has survived on minor innovation for like the last fifteen fucking years. Yep. Major innovation is something that is incredibly rare nowadays because if you do something that isn't guaranteed safe. It's most of the time a a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm, uh, I'm trying to say it's it's a disaster business wise. Flop. It's a flop. Well, I mean, whether or not it's a flop in terms of ratings, if it sales sells right. Pacific Rim was fucking sold like hundreds of millions of dollars in China. That didn't make it a good movie. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> As a, <laughs> but I'm saying like that's just how the gaming industry has survived is minor innovations. Like oh, you can do this tiny thing extra that wasn't there before. It's great. But then again, that's why you have the indie scene. But that's a, yeah, that's stuff, why you have indie games. Yeah, yeah, more stuff but, comes out of the indie scene in terms of innovation than we do in AAA. And then AAA sort of, like, adheres to that. Like, they, they sort of, like, acquiesce to that formula. Um, yeah, it's it's always, gonna, like, it, more than likely 90% of the time is going to come out of the indie scene. And then AAAs will get it. Like, AAAs will... Triple A's will see because the triple A's let the indies test the innovation and then they go, okay, well, we have more resources. We can do something yeah. like that and we yeah. can make it either better or we can add something, uh, something tiny to it. You know I mean, what I'm it's saying? All, it's all, it's all a matter of budget. So what you're saying is the indie games are the public test realms of, of the gaming industry and the triple A's are the live servers. There we go. Yep. The technology's there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the technology. It's why everyone freaks out. Yeah, the chat's made a good point. It's why everyone freaks out when we get things like cooldowns reset. But then they announce the next raid, and it's like, well, whatever. Like, think about the difference in reception to, oh, Alexander the Creator has been announced. Fantastic. Oh, they just added the cooldowns will reset at the beginning of every fight. Yeah! Bigger reception, yes! Like, hi! That's immediately the best patch of all time! Like, that's, that's just, that's not content. That's... Hey guys, what what about double crossbar? <laughs> let's talk, let's, we should have made a whole episode on the double crossbar. Yeah, we should have. Just just to upset people. Um, yeah, I mean that's just it's such a good example that how much more people are excited about quality of life changes than the next raid tier. Because it's all about changing the way you experience it and not just repeating the same experience again. Peaches and peaches. Essentially, um, yeah, it's that's just that's just what it is. I feel I, I just I want to see minor innovations. I don't. It's great that they want to do the major innovations, but you know what? 
if it doesn't work, but I'm gonna it's be a upset. necessary. Evil. It's a necessary when evil. About, it's a, when you talk about a new, a new expansion, it's 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 a necessary evil. You have to. You have to one step one, one up your game that you did. You can one up the game without taking such large risk. We know we want, like for example, we know as players we want more bosses. We know as players we want dungeons to be designed differently. What we don't know is if we want a Lords of Verminion, if we want Diadem, if we want Cho we want those we sure we want those things to be successful when we hear about them, but they're not what we're clamoring for or what we want to improve. And the in the end, that's why I say that these types of things, like these ancillary things like Lords of Verminion should be on off patches not exactly patches. i agree yeah. they shouldn't yeah. be the meat of a patch trailer yeah like so you can make any addition you want to to the gold saucer that's fine do it on an off patch don't make it a major patch thing don't make it a part of a major patch because people will say why did you waste development time on this whereas the like people can take the blow a little bit more in an off patch. Yeah, if, if fucking if fucking chokeable racing was added in like I guess it was kind of added in a stupidly weird numbered patch. It was two point five one. And you know what? Yeah. Even when the gold saucer, like there were complaints about it, you know what? It wasn't that big of a deal. It came a month after the previous patch. It was at a time where, you know, we knew the expansion was coming pretty soonish. It was a good time for them to add something like that and find out whether or not it was successful. But then mm -hmm. you have like, oh, 3.1 is Diadem and Lords of Verminion. It's like, first of all, you stacked both of them on top of each other, and they're probably the two things that took the most development time, and neither of them did well. They're stacked, and it didn't work, and it's just, I look at you and I go, please, why? It's okay for a feature to fail if it's not stopping my the patch where it could have been improved on things that we already knew were going to be in the patch. So I agree that sticking it as a major patch update, if it lines up, great. If it doesn't line up, don't force it on, don't force it onto the patch. Get the things that we really need to improve our current experiences in before you make these major innovations. Mm -hmm. So I think ultimately what we've learned about 4.0 is we want we we want things and we don't know if we want certain things. We know what we want, and they want to give us things that we don't know if we want. And we just want the things we know we want. That's and the then, title of the show, by the and way. Then, uh, and then, in the end, we're going to bitch about it anyway when we get it. Of course, because that's what people do. But Hey! Oh. Why'd you give us A3? We didn't ask for this. You mean Turn 3 or A3 Savage? A3. Okay. I couldn't tell because both of them were pretty much, why the fuck did you do this? <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was an accident or not because we were talking about turn three before. Yeah, like turn three, rat race, fuck. Hey. There you go. So, hopefully, that's, uh, that was a good discussion. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Apologies for the connection issues. It's actually been stable-ish for the past ten minutes, but every time I switch it, it goes unstable, so I just left mm -hmm. it on the State of the Realm screen. As a reminder for anyone watching now who wasn't here at the start, I did have to make a command in the middle of the stream for it. Uh, we were suffering a lot of connection issues directly with Twitch. Sly and I weren't having any connection issues with each other. No, nope, it's our, just the San neighbor. Diego thing. It's San Diego it's, Twitch thing. I checked the Twitch service, like the, the the down server website, and I checked the Twitch map, and it said that my area specifically was experiencing massive issues with connecting to Twitch. So, but North Carolina is okay. North Carolina is perfectly fine, from what I could see. Um, so... 
that was just why it was on the state of the realm screen for the majority of it. Obviously, the people on SoundCloud don't give a shit later. <laughs> the people on iTunes and the podcast things don't care later. But on YouTube, it's essentially just going to be state of the realm here the whole time. Sorry, it's James Taylor. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. But for the end of the stream, we want to look you in the eyes and tell we tell you we love you. Love you. I love you. There we go. So we're going to wrap things up here and move on over into post-show. So Sly, why don't you tell them where they can find you at, my good man? You can find us at Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash SlyKGreatFox. You can find me on Instagram at SlyKGreatFox07. You can find me on Twitter at SlyTheFox. You can find me on Pot, Pot 14 Ward 5 of the Lab Events. You dropped So we had a hard time saying it? Okay. No. no. Um... Where I actually have another 60 job. You have another what? Another 60 job. Oh, yeah, you're a warrior now. Mm. How's the fell cleavage? Oh, fell cleavage is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's a fucking amazing. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I just want to take a deliverance all the fucking time. Hey. Yay. Woo. Alright, I'm gonna do my sign off and then I forgot I wanted to remind people of all the other shit that's going on. There's like a whole like section here at the end that I just completely after that discussion I was just spent. Essentially. <laughs> it's like also and we, had like a, we had a few other things to talk about. And too. I'm spent. Like Austin Powers. There we had know. like a lot of other stuff. Well, not even a lot, but a few things to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> well, well we got a few reminder things to do here at the end. Uh, yeah, plus yeah. that other thing that you included, which isn't super important. But it was like nice. We, mean, thought, it, we it, thought it was going to be nice. a shorter show. We thought it was going to be a shorter show. To be fair, we didn't think. Yeah, we but but, but we we stretched this shit out. Oh yeah, that's like I said. Even in the non bullshit shows, there's bullshit. All right, there's there it's not bullshit. Shut up. This wasn't a bullshit show. Like I can say, like I can call a bullshit show. This wasn't a bullshit show. Well, for everyone watching, you already know where my Twitch is. Now just take Mister Happy One Two Two Seven and type it into YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. And Hi, his find... name is Michael. Yes, his name. My name is Michael. I look long walks next to Dwayne, um, who's right behind me, as you can see. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so Mr. Everyone Two Seven, everywhere you can find me. Um, stream every day. Well, I try to, unless I'm like flying out to San Francisco, like I am tomorrow night. I'll be stream. I'll be live tomorrow, but not live Thursday because I'll be in San Francisco after just getting back from Seattle. Fantastic. And then I have to go to Anaheim on the fourteenth. For uh, GameStop Expo, be a special guest. So Woo! if you guys are in the area, come by. Uh, type exclamation mark Expo. You get all the deets if you want to buy tickets to that all GameStop deets. Expo. All the deets. Also, tomorrow, I, God, I have a story. I told Sly already what was supposed. So I don't have a passport. And uh, <laughs> last. Oh, God. Last notice. Last like Wednesday. No, last Thursday, I got an email. Um, asking me if I'd like to go to London to live attend the Abbey Rhodes concert that is tomorrow on Twitch. I think it's, I don't know the exact time. If somebody in the chat has the exact time, I would love for you to share it right now so I can include it, I can include it in, uh, in the broadcast. Um, but I don't have a passport, and six days is not enough notice. I needed eight days to expedite. And expediting still is going to cost like 300 bucks. but I could have expedited a passport in eight days. So I'm not going to London. I would have been in London. We wouldn't have even had the show tonight. That's the case. And, uh... So 
I'm I'm fucking filled out my I literally just downloaded the, I literally just downloaded the PDF for my finished application and I just need to take it to a local post office and then do that. Um in nineteen hours, that's just okay, that's something like that. Okay. In eighteen hours. Eleven AM PDT tomorrow. No, I'm not I would I would have gotten so I'm getting my passport immediately. For the next time someone wants to fucking fly me out to something, I'll actually be able to go if it's not in America. America, yeah. Um, so that's tomorrow. Uh, that's a Final Fantasy 15 concert, 11 a.m. PDT. It looks like the chat is saying. So uh, definitely watch that. It's gonna be pretty sick. I know a lot of you guys like music, and Final Fantasy 15's got some damn good music. Are you guys gonna be at Fan Fest? No, no. Why would we go to Fan Fest? We're we're busy playing Legion. Get out. Anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, know. I'll be. be play, I'll be playing Japanese. Uh, Persona Five. Persona Five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mister Thirty Nine Out of Forty. Thanks for pushing back fifteen. Anyway, um, okay. So some <sighs> other. So some other announcements. TGS starts September fifteenth, but the live letter is Friday the sixteenth at nine thirty p.m. PDT. So it's a, it's a pretty nice time for us West Coastans. It's at the in the late evening as opposed to the like five a.m. ones that we've had you know for mm -hmm. months prior. Mm -hmm. Um. If you're attending the event somehow, there's a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so remember the last week we were talking about the Allegan control panel? No idea what it was. Apparently they had it at Nico Nico Chokagi. Um, training dummy. It's a training dummy, but you have to use like giant fucking buttons on like an arcade machine. Yeah, it's I like, think it's not like Taiko. It's what, what's the other musical game? Beat Mania. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Beat Mania. Like, yeah, it's like Beat Mania the, with yeah. Dude, I'm it's a pro Beat at that. Mania with with a training dummy. That's it. Yeah. There you go. Beat Mania with a training dummy. That's essentially what it looks like. I thought it looked like Simon Says when I saw the controller, but mm. it's not. Um, also, really odd, instead of doing Sephiroth or Nidhogg, they're doing Thornton challenges Thornton. again. I mean, I, I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong, I love Thornton. It's just, it's an odd choice. Why? Yeah, yeah why? Yeah. Remember when they used to do the challenges? Like, when, before the game came out, they had Ifrit and Titan challenges, and mm. the game wasn't out yet? Can we get that mm. again? <laughs> Can we get, like, Sophia challenges out there or something? No, we're never yeah, going to do yeah. that again. Never gonna do that again. No, no, we're gonna get Zervan at um Fanfest. Yeah, we're gonna get Zervan at Fan. Dude, I can't wait to see what the the surprise one is uh, there. What else do we have? Um, automatic housing demolition starts up again on three point four. If you guys didn't know, the earthquake in uh, Kumo April. Yeah, back in April in Kumamoto, they disabled automatic housing demolition for people who haven't been in their house. What is it in forty five days? I think or nine, or mm -hmm. sixty days. I think forty five days. You get the email and then 60 days yeah. is when it, i don't know because it's been gone for so long i forgot how long it is between it mm -hmm. um so that's going to be re-enabled on the 27th so if you don't log in and walk into your house it will be automatically demolished uh and a time. Uh, bit of fan fest news uh yes. for those going to fan fest all right you if you were at the last fan fest you remember the primals we are primals we play primals primal musics <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like that. You're gonna get that on Saturday. That's good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah we're gonna get that. We're we're used to that. I was, I was looking. I was looking forward to that. Like I wanted to see soaking in the primes. But Friday, you get a little classy joint. You get a little classy joint. You get Sarah Callaway, Susan, Susan Callaway, Callaway. Sarah. Is that Sarah. Uh, damn? You are gonna get man. Don't stream tonight now because they're gonna beat your ass for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Susan Callaway. Uh, Susan Callaway. Sorry. Oh, well, he is drunk. Oh, okay. No, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, but a piano concert on Friday. 
yeah. you get a, you get a piano concert, like a little fancy thing. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna get like I'm gonna dress up in a suit and have like just a a glass uh, a martini uh, a martini on that concert and like it, it's a fancy thing. It's it's gonna be a fancy thing. You gotta get dressed up for Susan Collins. Are you Sarah Connor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my Come god! Come with me if you want to live. Yeah, Dev, Dev, uh, but please. yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to this when, when they first announced it. Come with me if you want answers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Devin! Oh my god, I said, Are you Sarah Connor? Come with me uh, if you want answers. Come with me. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I'm really looking forward to that. I am. Like I want her to sign all of my music. Do you want her to sign it as Susan or Sarah? Sarah. I want her to sign it. As Sarah <laughs> if you can get her to like, sign it, as Sarah. I want her to sign it. Sarah Calloway, come with me if you want. AKA me. Susan Calloway. Yeah, yeah. Come with me if you want answers. Um. So yeah, you get two concerts at this year's. And if you buy the live stream, where however that's going to work, because we don't have any information on it yet, both concerts will be a part of that. Uh, another reminder: if you didn't already notice, and people already noticed, uh, like really, who the fuck? Who <laughs> people the who the just started playing? Law? Who has law? People, I'm sorry. Okay. No, seriously, who has law? Have, show them hands in chat, and I'll wait for this. How many of you actually have law? Homestones. Well, if you do, um, they're going away in 3.4. This is normal. Every time they, every other even yeah. touch, yeah, they yeah, phase yeah. out yeah, that's the all, previous That's one. all well and good. We all knew this. We yeah. all saw this coming. We all used it when we fucking got this match. Everyone's fucking making video game high school references now. I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. No, no, no. That's just dread. That's just dread. Oh well, there's. It's also in video game high school because the main yeah. vil, the main antagonist in the first season is the law. Yeah, is the yeah. law. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, um, they're phasing out law. They're removing them entirely. If you haven't turned well, them, we all we all know yeah. this. This is this is yeah. nothing new. If it's nothing new, if you've played since a realm reborn, it's new right. if you haven't played since a realm reborn. The law tome zone's gone forever if you don't turn them into esoterics. So, and even uh, then, esoterics you can't get anymore anyway. So you'd just be turning esoterics then immediately into. Uh, lore tombstones, right? And then you get the the best named tombstone of all time, tombstones of scripture. Amen. Amen. Such Amen. a fucking great name. Uh, another reminder: the rising ends on September twelfth. So, if you haven't done that, we'll do that shit. Seriously, it's not as hype as last year's rising. It's still good. I'll definitely still do it if you haven't. Um. But yeah, you have until October. It's September twelfth for the rising. Yeah, yeah, September twelfth for the rising. Yokai watch for October third. Excuse me. I, yeah, I you just, you still have just under a month now for the Yokai watch yeah. event. Yeah, like yeah, Yokai watch. I haven't done in ages, and I probably won't be doing until like the last week, probably because I probably won't be doing them. I'm not fucking wasting my time on that shit. Right um. Yeah. So yeah, those are all the reminders and announcements we have. Uh, there was one little bit of. Not really news, but an article came out in Kotaku, and I discussed this in my chat. I think it was, what, Saturday when the article came out? So, um, 
article written by staff writer uh, Cecilia D. Anastasio. A staff um, at Kotaku. Staff, like actual staff at Kotaku. Okay. Uh, title of the article, Final Fantasy XIV's Dungeons Sure Can Feel Like Duties. No. That's... Don't. No, no Reba. Please. No. no, Reba. Anyone but Reba. You don't have the headset on. We're not going to hear you right. Oh, no, never mind. He's got the microphone. He can't hear me anyway. Reba. Oh, God, it's Reba. Girl. Girl. Just me you love your country. I call him Reba, not Cecilia. She hung up on you that fast, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Reba's okay. leveling her conjurer, so uh, uh, yeah. okay. I sure it's uh, Cecilia yeah, yeah. who's leveling her conjurer. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so basically, this article, um, uh, the the staff writer, she is a a relatively newer player in fourteen. Okay. And and like when I read this article, I felt like this would be aimed at newer players. It, it is aimed at newer players. Uh, so basically, she was doing the first dungeon. So Sasha. Sasha? And Sustasha. Okay. Yeah, you... Sounded like you said just Sasha for a second. No. Uh, and she had read about the NPC bar fight, which we all know about because we've done it. Like, like normally, okay, under normal circumstances, you're going to do Sustasha once and then move on. Like, now. But... In older times, um, we knew about this bar fight. We did. And she read about it, and she was like, hey, I want to check this out. Uh, I want to check this out. So she goes into Stasha with, uh, with, with a duty finder, and she's like, hey, there's this bar fight here. I want to check this out. And they don't say anything. And they get to it, and she gets to it. And she's like, hey, do you, can we check this out? And she goes in, she opens the door, goes in and sees, oh, look, there are NPCs fighting. And then they pull it. <laughs> and their response is, see, just a pull in a chest. Well, that wasn't <laughs> very climactic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, this kind of Man, brings... Remember, yeah, remember when dungeons had optional rooms like Sestash? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? And how remember that? Them, remember that? Fucking, so so this, this kind of makes me look ahead because, you know, we get Great Global Library into the poor heart. Um, yeah. Don't worry, and I did that last remember, week. And as of recent, I did Great Global Library like, what, all of last night just to get to 60. Um, first time I did Great Google Library, there's all this lore around. It's all this lore scattered about. Can you read it? Nope. Nope, bitch. I'm almost 60. I ain't got time for that bullshit. Let's go. Koji's, um, <laughs> want to hear Koji's response to that? <laughs> Again, every time we talk about books in the Greek ball library, every Koji is infuriated. I love that's my favorite question I've ever asked him because he's just like I want I wanted to do it but the developers they did they wouldn't let me do it I was like can I can I put some books in there and he's like no 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 we just not gonna do it. the developers won't let me do it he was just so upset <laughs> right yes, so he said great in, Google library that's our nickname for it yeah that's our that's our nickname for it um so in all of our experiences have we really 
become desensitized to smelling the roses every now and then. I mean, you can, like, if you're going to do something like this, you, you probably would want to do it with no friends who would just be patient with you and say, hey, let's just go ahead and read this for a second. And then do our other points. I love the thought, though, of going through this dungeon. We're trying to, like, purge this great evil. It's like, hold on, I gotta read this book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So have we, have we really become desensitized to that? Like, are we, like, it? to me, it just goes to show how, like, it goes to show how desensitized we have gotten to this point. Like, we just want the XP. We're just there for a quick run and we want to get out. But where, like, in 3.4, this is going to be our first time going into hard mode. There's going to be a pretty... There better like, be some fucking books in there. There's going to be books in there. We're not going to have time to look at that shit, though, because people just want to do the dungeon and get out and move along with the main story. You can go back and read them, though. You're not... It's not like you need to exit the dungeon when they do. But, okay, say you go in with another group. Like, not another pub group. They're not going to be that patient, unless you're but I'm, I'm still saying it doesn't matter if they're patient. At the end, you don't have to exit the dungeon after you beat the final boss. You just run back through and that's and read them yourself. Mm. It's not. The, I agree. It's not the same as like, ooh, what's that? I'll come back and read it later. Like it's not the same feeling. But I mean, there is a solution. It's just don't. There leave. is a there is a solution. You're right. There is a solution. You can do that by yourself. Um, wait, can you? You can. You don't have much time. I think you get a little bit of time in the duty. You can't just sit in the duty forever, but you've got some time to go do it. Usually enough to at least read the things and uh, either record them or screenshot whatever it is that's there. It's enough time. It's not like you're reading a full book. Those books are usually like right. one or two lines, essentially. But from a new player's perspective, um, even from a veteran player, have, have we really become that like that? Oh bad? yeah, absolutely. I'm not fucking doing that shit. <laughs> That's what I'll wait for. I'll wait till Ethis does it, <sighs> and then I'll read it, and then I'll watch it on his channel. So you don't want to do it yourself? I don't want what? I want the books. I just don't. I'm not gonna read them my first time through. That's the point of it. There's more there. Yeah, great. If my whole party wants to stop and read it, I will take the opportunity. I'm not going to ask my party, hey, can you guys not do this dungeon faster so I can read? If I'm a healer, I'll just throw uh, one hot on the tank and I'll be like, you fucking run ahead, I'm reading. But, because <laughs> they could do, they'll be fine without me. I'll just be like, here's here's the Sinistreed hots, now go have fun. And then, but, when the, and then when the tank can't hold aggro against those, they all run back to me. It's like, I just, I took the fight to me and it's perfect. Whenever we talk about a dungeon on the show, we always talk about, you know, the, the trash, the bosses, the mechanics, everything. We don't really, I mean, the the last thing we really talk about is the actual dungeon itself, the aesthetic, what's there. We don't take time to smell the roses. Like, in Great Google Library, um, when I was doing it last night, I actually, and even still, people are trying to live and shit. I'm just sitting there looking at the book that the boss came out of, and holy shit, it says something. You know, I can't read a uh, Aorti. Um, it says something. I maybe want to snap a picture of this on uh, that jazz. It's it, it's it's a sad state where we're in, where you want to it, but it 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 happens. We're wanting to experience the whole dungeon is essentially a hindrance to people. Mm -hmm. It's been that way for like the last 
in eight, nine years, though. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. awful, I agree, but at the same time, I'm not going to – I'm just the person who, if that's the norm, I'm going to go with it because I have a solution that is adequate mm-hmm. to me, essentially. All right, so we said our goodbyes like 10 minutes ago and then – 10 we minutes discussed. ago. And then because you I know we talked about more stuff. Yeah. We're not doing those goodbyes again. I will just say that the total amount of dropped frames when we when we did this show was 45,610 at 60 frames – at 60 what, frames a second. What's 10.63%. So oh, could have been worse. It was like could have been worse. It was like 40% at one point. Okay. Oh, it's just it's gone. Uh, yeah, down. because it does drop. It does drop. Yeah. yeah. All right. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're done for the evening. We're gonna move on over into post show. Thank you for joining us for this episode of State of the Realm. We'll see you next week when we probably just come up with another topic to talk about because there's probably gonna be a few more useless posts on the lodestone about shit we already knew is coming, so there's not gonna be much to talk about there. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Until then. Take care. See you next week.